Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of the Pointless 64 podcast. I am Austin Space. Uh, Thank you for joining me today. the Pointless 64 Podcast. Yeah, that's why you tuned in. Here's the show. It's a show where we take 64 of something, throw them into a bracket like the NCAA, and uh, we have them all face off so we so we can have one winner. This season's topic is going to be MLB mascots. That's right, MLB mascots. So uh, full disclosure, if you have not listened to episode one, you might be a little lost. So I'd encourage you to listen to episode one. And before you do that, fill out your bracket so you can play along with us and figure out who the winner is uh, for this season. Who is the best MLB mascot? To help me along to determine that is, I have two panelists, two very good sports guys. Uh, My first panelist is Jason Kelly. He is the co-host of the Static Riff Radio, which also streams on Twitch. So if you want to check him out there, you can you can do that. Also, he's the co-host of the Benny and the Bets Red Sox theme podcast. Jason, welcome to the show. Thank you for uh, hanging out with me this season. How you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, thanks for having me on. This has uh, been pretty fun so far. So I'm, I'm hoping so. We, I'm hoping so. We've been uh, uh, we're recording these in bulk, so it might be a little mm. uh, long in the tooth, but uh, you're you're down for the ride. Oh yeah. Um, and of course, I have uh, uh, another good friend of mine, Chris Lavalley. He is the proprietor and founder of the Signline Network, host uh, a variety of shows, including Lavalley Sports Talk, co-host of Richo and Lala, and he also co-hosts Spaceball alongside yours truly, Austin Space. Lavalley, how you doing for episode two? How are we feeling? I'm excited, man. I want to see, uh, like I said when we uh, finished the uh, the last episode, I'm uh, I'm excited to see if we can get some uh, some distance with uh, some of these upset picks. Yes. Um, and currently right now, it looks like, I mean, we're not, we're trying not to spoil our brackets here, but it looks like Lavalley appears to be in the lead here. He is our mascot winner um, right now. For now. Front runner. But we shall see how it all shakes out. So um, this should be a series of six episodes, I believe. Hope I'm saying it right, because it could be seven. I don't know. Hopefully I did the math right. Um, but, uh, so this is episode two. So we are going into 32, the next 32, we're winding them down. So as I said at the preamble, please listen to episode one. So you won't get spoiled (laughs) for what we're about to do. So, uh, let's get into it. These, uh, um, and if you want more details about how these uh, brackets were situated, you want to listen to episode one, guys. You want to listen to episode one. I'm not going to do it every single episode. Come on now. You know, you're in it. You're in the thick. Let's do this. So we got four divisions here, four conferences. We got the AL East, NL East, AL West, and NL West. As always, we're going to start in the top left corner, the AL East. And our first matchup in the AL East is the Oriole Bird from the Baltimore Orioles. Versus your guys' favorite mascot ever, apparently, DJ Kitty, the memified mascot of the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, we'll start with the Valley here. Uh, how are we looking on this uh, matchup? So here's the deal. For, for me in the in the first round, I I picked DJ Kitty slightly. In this round, I don't even think it's a contest. I mean, I have the Oriole Bird in a blowout in yeah. this round. Okay. Yeah. I would agree with that. DJ Kitty only slipped by Tessie just because Tessie was kind of dumb and and I think a lot weaker. But yeah, it never stood a chance against the Oriole Bird. 
Yeah. Uh, one's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, one is uh, there for some reason. So <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. All right. Uh, Oriole Bird, congratulations on your Hall of Fame. He's the most recent inductee. The 20. I think he was inducted this year, actually, in 2020. So something good happened this year. Um, and the Orioles will win something this year. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one um, is interesting. So this is the tightest one out of the AL East. We have Raymond, um, who helms out in Tropicana Field, versus Wally the Green Monster, who's been around a little bit longer than Raymond, uh, because he's been around a little longer than the Rays in general. Um, where do you stand on this matchup, Jason? Being a Red uh, Sox fan like me. Yeah, so my homerism is going to come out here, unfortunately, because I, I got Wally going forward. Um, Wally's an icon, and like it's I, people can make the argument that Wally the Green Monster is just as random as Raymond the whatever the hell he's supposed to be. Um, sea Dog <laughs> or, or Sea Dog. Pretty yeah. obvious he's a Sea Dog. I don't know what we're uh, confused. I mean, if you look at it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a fuzzy um, little thing. Yeah, but Wally's just, he's, again, he's an OG. It's kind of like, you know, my argument with, uh, you know, the Oreo bird. It's like, he, he's just been around way longer. He's established way more of a legacy. I think fans care more about Wally than any fan would care about Raymond. So, to me, Wally goes forward. Now, I'm going to surprise some people here. Because I love Raymond a lot. I love Raymond a lot. Oh, no. And it's going to take a lot for me to take him down. I know. I know. Wally's – this is mean. This is mean. I, we, gotta, we might have to go head-to-head here. This is two Red Sox fans going head-to-head. What else is new, right? Um, but <laughs> I want to hug Raymond more. Raymond's funnier. Um, he – do I have to pull – I mean, we all know what he looks like, right? I mean, just – Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I just look at Wally's kind of weird looking, you know, like we can concede that. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is a green monster. So, you know, he's not going to be all fluffy and friendly like Raymond the Sea Dog is. But I feel like if he had a slightly different design because he's sort of, you know what I'm saying? He's not like Raymond here, who who I adore, by the way. I mean, mean, Raymond certainly is very inviting, but Wally isn't all of that menacing for being a green monster. Like he, I don't, he's not somebody that you think is going to petrify kids. No, but I'm also not in love with it. Like I look at Raymond and I love him. Like, I mean, the amount of dancing around and for a time, let's be real. Raymond really had to carry the race. Like if there's any reason to go to a race game, you go to Raymond. Like Wally doesn't need to do anything. You know, the necessity of Wally is not as big as the necessity of Raymond, the mascot. Um, I think he hit this. I mean, he is one of the best things the Rays have. That's actually probably why I don't like DJ Kitty all that much. I'm like, we don't need him. You know, that he's that, 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 that thing we we're talking about, that secondary mascot thing. I mean, and Raymond also, uh, is, has a lot of fun with announcers. Like, do you remember the thing where he was like, uh, screwing around with Jerry Remy's book and stuff like that? And he's, he, he, uh, I think I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. He, and Wally, I, I, Wally's inoffensive. That, that's that's kind of how I feel about Wally. He's inoffensive. It's not bad. He's not terrible. But I just love Raymond more. I don't know where where do you stand, Lavalley? I I'm a big look, Raymond fan. Look, man, I 
I feel like I keep coming down on on the opposite of what you want every time. Uh, you have to you have to go with your gut here. I I, I will talk longer on this if I need to, but I. <laughs> I mean, look, man. I'll be honest with you. You can talk as long as you want, and this is probably my East Coast bias uh, speaking for me here. But I've I actually find Wally to be extremely likable. I also think he's a pretty popular mascot in general. He is pretty popular. He that's for sure. I mean, most people, I think if, if you just did a blind test of do you know who Raymond is compared to do you know who Wally is, the majority, probably nine out of ten is going to say Wally. I don't really care where you are in the country. Is is that just because the Red Sox obviously have more notoriety than the Tampa Bay Rays or? Maybe. I mean, and that, that's a possibility. But I, I just, for me, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I picked Wally just because really? I think he is, wow. I, I honestly thought a four seed was low for him. I and again, this could be my bias talking. I mean, I'm not a Red Sox fan, but I am, you know, I, I do live in Connecticut. So I, I see plenty of, of Wally stuff all over the place. Um, so I, I just for me, I, I think Wally is is the clear winner on in this round unfortunately, wow. for you. I'm sorry. No, well, I will say this. I will say this about uh, to answer the question for our fans here. Um, Wally's ranked four because we have the Oriole Bird and Slider, who are two Hall of Famers that have been around a while. So that makes sense. And Paws has been around longer than Wally. Oh, so, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying. Oh, no, to, no, 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 no. No, I'm just, I was just explaining. It. Not for you. You, you get it. But like, I know people are gonna look at this bracket and go, "Why did you do that?" You know what I'm saying? Hmm. <laughs> With the amount of updates I sent you guys, you understand I took this very seriously. <laughs> um, but you think you you would have in your mind you you would have you were surprised to see him at number four is really what I was getting at. Yeah, absolutely. When I first saw the bracket, I was expecting him to be a, a two or a three seed. Really? What did yep. you think, Jason? Do you think four was low for Wally? A little disservice? Yeah, I, I guess I was surprised at that. Um, I wasn't surprised that Oriole Bird was ahead of him because I knew that he was around way longer. Um, I'm surprised he was ahead of Paws, but I didn't. Again, I didn't realize or that he was lower than Paws, but I didn't realize Paws had been around that long. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it. I, I guess it was lower than I expected, but, you know, when you really hash it all out, it makes sense that Wally's a four seed. So I, I think the seeding w- was fine, and I think that, you know, it's it doesn't really have any effect on him moving forward here because he, he's kind of moving at the pace he should be. Oh, yeah, and I'm not taking personal effect because I've looked at this and I'm like, really? We've got... Uh... Like Bernie the Brewer for me, it's like number three. It's like, ooh, okay, you know. But it's always, it's always, you know, I guess it depends on what division you're into. Like the AL East, I feel like is a weaker division as opposed to the other ones. Um, mm-hmm. Just looking at it quickly, I think the National League probably has more uh, mascots to cl- clutch onto. Um, I would agree with that. Um, but no, I just I when when they came out, I'm like, ooh, that is low. That's tough for him, you know. Yeah. Like Orbit's a five or whatever. So. So we're going with Wally, huh? Okay. A Yankee fan and a Red Sox fan agreeing against <laughs> me for some reason who – I love Raymond. I really love Raymond. He's so friendly. We've all met – you've met Raymond, right, Jason? You've met Raymond. I have, yeah. I've, well, I've had the misfortune of meeting Raymond, yeah. Oh, do we have a backstory <laughs> well, on Raymond? Uh, well, I, I went to a Rays game wearing all Red Sox garb as usual, mm-hmm. and I forget what – you know, what year it was or what happened, but we were getting hammered. I mean, it was like the Rays were up like 10 nothing. And, you know, the stadium was pretty empty as it usually is down there. Uh, Raymond found me in, in all my Red Sox gear and just sort of went to the row, a couple of rows 
below me and just was pointing and laughing at me for a good couple minutes. So. Oh, the little personal vendetta here against Yeah, me. well, maybe not not so much personal vendetta, but I'm certainly not going to forget it. Yeah. Fair enough. I've uh, I've had some interesting experiences. When I first met Raymond, I was wearing Red Sox stuff when I was exploring University of Tampa, but he eventually took a picture with me and my family. He was fine. Um, he said our hats were smelly, basically. Um, but then the most recent encounter with him, the Rays were completely out of it. A couple of years ago, I was walking by. He gave him a little high five, and he was totally fine with it. No problems, no nothing. Yeah. <sighs> I like Raymond. I really do. But yeah, I don't think so. I can change your guys' mind, and Wally goes forward, huh? Sorry, pal. Yeah. You take down the host. Okay, well, I'll remember that <laughs> for future seasons <laughs> if you want to come out. No, that's fine. <laughs> I like it. I like being challenged like that. I'm Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right, so here we go, where everybody's favorite character, we've got Larry from the Cleveland Naps slash Indians versus Paws, who is the tiger for the Detroit Tigers. Do I got to pull up the face of our pal Larry here? <laughs> I might want to pull up the face of, I love looking at, uh, this is this is the face I want to look at. I mean, at. I'll just say it. I, again, went with look, the sentimental pick for my bracket, and I, I took Larry. Uh <sighs> Look yeah. at that face, Jason. I know, <laughs> I know, and it, it, the the face and Larry's Larry's backstory is incredible, but he's just he's not around anymore. hasn't been around for a while, and uh, he's Paz around is, in my heart, Jason. Okay. Yeah, I he's know. In my heart. <laughs> Paws is still doing his thing, you know, and and Paws is uh, he he wins the longevity race in that one. So uh, I I had Paws going forward. You have pause going for it. Let me pull up I pause. Do. Let me see what's happening with pause here. I do love this screen share thing. I didn't know how this was going to work out. Okay, this is funny. He's funny. He's a tiger. It makes sense. Yeah. But, I mean, look at this face. I, just <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, it's, it was it was tough. It was tough to eliminate Larry. I didn't want to have to do it, but um, he just, yeah, he, he can't get past pause for me. Well, Valley, you still uh, – how do you feel about the face of Larry here? I mean, I like I said, I'm I'm already I'm all in for Larry, man. That's uh, you know, I'm a sucker for a for a face <laughs> like that and uh, <laughs> and a backstory. I mean, I am, I really am. When I saw this, it's like it almost made me want to buy this book. I might want it. I think it's I think it's a chapter book for kids, but I'm interested in this. This this is probably one of the most with the maybe. Up there with the crazy crab, this is one of the most interesting stories I've read because there's nothing controversial about it. It's all just dogs being man's best friend. And uh, here's a tiger. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, there, there's not much sentiment behind Paws. It's just that, hey, he's a tiger and, hey, they're the tigers. I get it. But Jason, I don't know. anything notable about Paws story-wise that could compete with Larry? Because I want to take this seriously. If we have a three seed go against an 11 seed here, you know? Yeah. I suppose I, story-wise, no, there isn't. Um, again, I, I gave him the nod just because he's, you know, because of the longevity and the staying yeah. power. Um, you know, I mean, if if Larry, of if some variation of Larry was still around, then I would be more willing to put him forward, but I don't know. I, I feel like his sentimental story only got him so far. Mm. So you hate dogs, got it. So, <laughs> Valley, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say like it. 
on pause's side, I will say that I, I will give the Tigers credit for actually creating a mascot that yeah. matches their name, which is kind of a unique thing, apparently, in baseball. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, also, sure. it's a strong name. I mean, pause is a really cool name for it's a cute. mascot. It, it works. Um, but again, I mean, I'm, I'm still going to stick with my gun. So since you are the host, you get to you get to be the deciding uh, vote on this one. Pat. I just wanted to be completely fair because this is not a throwaway subject here. I don't like throwing away a three seed for a dog that died over <laughs> nine years ago. But that face, though, I got to go with Larry, man. I'm, yeah. I, the, the, the problem is. Pause if pause pause is fine. Pause is completely serviceable, and I wish him well in a lot of years. But Larry is special, and I thought he was going to be special. And LaValley thought he was going to – Larry, <laughs> that face, man. I love you, buddy. Okay. So here's an interesting one. Let me mark down my uh, – uh, Jason's uh, AL East is getting hacked up pretty good. <laughs> yeah, this is not good. This is not good for your boy over here. No. <laughs> Okay, so let's uh, let's take a little more seriously because we didn't talk about the slider all that much on the last uh, podcast here. But here's our uh, slider from the uh, Indians, who is in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame here versus our friend who we got, BJ Birdie, who is not even around anymore um, from the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, where is he? Here's a good picture of him. There's BJ Birdie. Uh, what are you thinking, Jason, on this guy, on these two, on this matchup here? Yeah, so this is one where I actually did go with the the upset. I, I had B.J. Birdie going forward um, over Slider. I know Slider's in the Hall of Fame. I know Slider is, you know, has been around longer, and B.J. Birdie's no longer here. I still don't understand what Slider is supposed to be. Um, and Let's like the Let's see. Yeah, and like his name is cool. The the slider name is is a cool one. Um, but I still just I can't help but look at him and think that's a rip off of the fanatic a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I can't get past that. And I think BJ Birdie was just I don't know, really cool design. It it paved the way for the current Blue Jays mascots, and quite frankly, in my mind, should kind of still be around in some way. But yeah, that's that was my logic for it. So you are correct in your assertion here. Um, the Wikipedia article states that uh, he was created in 1990, inspired by the Philly fanatic. He's a large fuchsia colored creature. Mm. Yeah. He's most notable for falling off a dugout and he's in the hall of fame since 2008. See, that's like it. Yeah. That's not enough for me. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? LaValle does BJ birdie beat out Mr. Slider here, the hall of famer. I mean, look, man, I'm, you know, in the in the first episode, I talked about the reason why I picked the Oriole bird was because he was in the Hall of Fame. And now I sound, feel like I'm going to sound like a hypocrite when I say that uh, I, I think I'm going, you know, I picked the upset in this one, too, mainly because to Jason's credit, he pointed out the fact ahead of time that it is it is a ripoff of the fanatic. And you still really don't know what the hell he is. I mean, it's kind of hard to to move a mascot forward when it just doesn't make sense. It, like he he as a mascot or she whatever it is I does think not, it's a he okay. so I think it's a he yeah it, well it he's not wearing pants so <laughs> obviously <laughs> it just it just doesn't make sense so I for me I'm I also went with the upset I think it's I I also think B J Birdie is kind of a cool looking mascot if if we're just gonna be real about it 
I will yeah. say this, and I don't care, disrespect. I don't see any reason why Slider's in the Hall of Fame, to be quite honest. I don't get it either. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. I know we're dancing around. It might be a huge controversial subject right now. <laughs> but why is Slider in the Hall of Fame? Over a lot of other good mascots that aren't in the Hall of Fame, to be quite honest. You know? If yeah. I just did a quick little thing. Like, I would put Mariner Moose probably in the Hall of If I had to choose between him and Mariner Moose in the Hall of Fame, I'd probably pick Mariner Moose. I don't like Slider. I look at Slider and I go, what is this? What is this? Why? Okay. And the story of BJ Birdie is hilarious. It's it's so funny. You have this kind of begrudging guy playing him, and uh, pretty popular. And uh, I also went with the upset here. I love I I really like BJ Birdie here. So that's a huge upset. I, I mean, we have to spend time. We got some huge upsets in the uh, in the yeah. AL East here. Um, our two seed is out. Our three seed is out. But BJ Birdie and Larry have moved on a 10 and 11 seed. So for the AL East, we have the Oriole Bird, Wally the Green Monster, Larry, and BJ Birdie um, have moved on to the – what is this? This is the Sweet 16. They have Sweet moved 16. on to the Sweet 16. Yep. Okay. Two mascots are not even around anymore in the Sweet 16. <laughs> that says something about the AL East, man. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right guys we're moving on to the al west we've got uh the first matchup here we've got the mariner moose versus charlie o the mule um that uh represents the athletics and the mariner moose has been around a long long time in seattle uh the number one seat here uh any arguments for charlie O? uh big charlie o fans no, I I wanted to. I, there was a part of me that wanted to put Charlie O over Mariner Moose. I'm not overly thrilled with Mariner Moose. Yeah, uh, yeah, as long yeah. as he's been around, and I get it, he's one of the most iconic in the game right now, but he's just, he, okay, he's just a moose, and he's a moose because you're in the Northwest. Okay, cool. Like, I, I don't know. It's just, but Charlie O wasn't there long enough. Mariner Moose is still there. Um and I actually think what replaced Charlie O is better. So because oh, of that. Oh, Stopper. Yeah. Yeah. So because of that, I put Mariner Moose going forward. What do you think, Lala? I have no arguments here. I mean, I'm not the biggest Mariner Moose fan myself, uh, but I, I also think that uh, he he is a better mascot than Charlie O. Yeah, me too. I, I will say this because I never understood Mariner Moose, but he does grow on me. What's up with the shorts, though? But uh, why is he wearing shorts? Isn't that weird? Isn't yeah. weird? Isn't he hot? I mean, <laughs> is he cold in his shorts? All right. He should be, yeah. Yeah, he's out in Seattle. It rains all the time. All yeah. right. All right, Mariner Moose. Uh, Charlie O, great story, though. If uh, people don't uh, – I try to hint people at the stories and the research. I think that's one of the most fun things about this podcast is researching to see all these obscure things. But uh, Mariner Moose has been around a long time. Been around a long time, so uh, you move on, my friend. Okay, so here's one here. Um, we've got – let me mark uh, my points here. We've got our pal Orbit versus the TC Bear, the toughest matchup in the AL West right now. Um, Valley, we'll start with you. What are you thinking on this uh, matchup? I have a feeling I'm going to lose on this one, but uh, I'm, I'm taking TC Bear. I've, okay, so you I'm, probably are going to lose. Why do you like T.C. Bear? Can you convince <laughs> us that T.C. Bear beats probably, in my opinion, the best mascot in the AL West? But uh, 
why does this generic band <laughs> beat this fuzzy alien that gets in fights with other ball players? Talk I just, for me personally, I just, I think TC Bear just looks like a a solid, strong mascot. He's just, he's. We talk about, I mean, we talked about it earlier when we were um, debating about Wally and uh, your boy down in Tampa. Right, you're talking yeah. about how your friend down in Tampa is extremely inviting. Well, I look at TC Bear. TC Bear just looks like a fun, lovable type of bear. He looks like somebody that uh, most kids are going to want to hang out with, have some fun with during the games. Um, and I just, like I said before, I mean, I understand what Orbit Orbits does on the field. Uh, you, you talked about it in the first episode about like the um, the pranks that he pulls and all that kind of stuff. But for me, I just I just don't get it. I don't I don't find Orbit to be all that um, appealing. I guess just by looking at him. Uh, whereas with TC Bear, Ooh. I just I just find him to be um, I don't know a much more lovable looking mascot. But like I said, I expect to get blown out on this you one, um, and this one's gonna hurt my bracket real bad. But it is what it is. I think you just love bears because you were all about Clark taking down Mrs. Met for some reason. Um, That's very true, too. Which is also <laughs> hurting my bracket very badly. <laughs> Do we love Orbit or what? What's happening here? Yeah, I love Orbit. I hate the Houston Astros, and I hate to see any of their mascots uh, go forward in this thing at all. But, yeah, I mean, I think I think Orbit looks really good. I think it's got a, a cool look. It's It's kind of a cute little alien thing. Um, and I think the antics are just what, what gives it an edge over TC Bear. TC Bear is like a nice, wholesome mascot, whereas Orbit's like right. just, you know, Orbit's just goofy and, you know, plays by its own rules a little bit. And I, I think that's what gives it an edge. Yeah, it's and it's not a complete blowout for me. But, yeah, I, I put Orbit going forward. I think it's a complete blowout for me. I mean, Orbit streaks like look at this. Like, he goes in streaks. That's hilarious. <laughs> is TC Bear going to do that? No. He's going to do the same predictable shtick every time. Orbit, you don't know what he's going to do. You know? And, yeah, uh, yeah maybe you really just hate the Astros. I, I mean, I, I don't think Orbit had a hand in it. You know? Because we could probably use Orbit's technology if they wanted to. Like, he has probably advanced technology, if you think about it, because he's not from Earth. I'm, are you sure he wasn't the one in the outfield banging on the trash cans? Right. No. No. I don't All think right. so. All right. No, but Here, here's, using... here's the picture you were talking about, Jason. The... Yes. Yeah, like, there it was. Look at yeah, that. Come on, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, that's the best player in the league. That is the best baseball player on the planet. And he's he's razzing him. I mean, that's that's great. Yeah. And Judd, and and uh, he's cool with it. Now, here's one. Let me see if I can find this. Um, Here's him screwing around with Aaron Judge. <laughs> Here it is. Look at it. Aaron defended. Aaron Judge charges looking like Sid from Toy Story. I mean, come on, dude. That's, That's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I watched some of these videos and they're just so funny. Look at this. <laughs> oh, now he's screwing around a giant Carlo hand. Okay. I'm look. I'm going down the rabbit hole here. Um, sorry, buddy. We like fun. We're moving our orbit forward. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, let me mark that down. All righty. Next one, we've got uh, Jason's kind of a big fan of Stomper here going against um, going against the Rangers captain. Talk to us about Stomper. Yeah, Stomper's Stomper's a legit a legit mascot. Um, it's it's such an upgrade over over Charlie O, and I loved Charlie O. But oh, you mean uh, you mean the Rangers captain? Rangers captain. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Rangers captain. Sorry. Yeah. 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 
Okay, <laughs> Rangers captain, yeah. it's <sighs> Rangers captain to me is, I get why they did it. Okay, I, I get the idea of having a, a horse as a mascot wearing a, a uniform. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't, it's going it doesn't up against work. Stomper. And, and, and it doesn't work. No, it, it's weird. It's It went from being like, okay, that's kind of, you know, I get it to like, but the more images you see of them, like the one that's up there now, it's like, that's just creepy. It, it just looks creepy to me. I don't know. Like, I, I don't like it. I don't like the whole horse head thing. Um, Stomper is so good that I just, I can't put Rangers captain had a Stomper. No I, arguments. No arguments here. Stompers, Stompers solid. Stompers a solid mascot. All right, here's him in pause. All right, a little girl likes him. Yeah, sorry, uh, you, you skirted by a little bit, Rangers mas- uh, Rangers captain, because all you do is combat to uh, Oakland A's elephants. Um, but we're going to move on to a two-seed versus a ten-seed here. Um, this could be an interesting one. We've got Junction Jack versus Slugger, Hall of Famer Slugger from the Kansas City Royals versus Junction Jack, the... The rabbit, the sh- the well, not short lived, but the retired rabbit from uh, from Houston. How are we feeling on this one here? Is this uh, is Junction Jack gonna upset Slugger Lavalley? I got Slugger, man. I got I, Slugger too. I think Slugger's awesome. So, I, and again, I like Junction Jack in the in the first episode. I I thought the back like the story around Junction Jack was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's no match against Slugger. I don't think so. Is there any argument from you? No. Uh, I, I agree. I had Slugger going forward, and you know Junction Jack absolutely deserved to be in the round of 32. Um, Slugger is too strong, though. Slugger is one of the best mascots out there, I think. So, yeah, it, it wasn't going to get past him. Slugger, Hall of Famer going against Junction Jack. Good for Junction Jack. A little bit of a he went a little farther than I think other people would have. Um, so Slugger, you have moved on. Oh, I got to put two points. That's what I'm, I'm putting one on hmm. my. Other ones, that's not good. So let me put some tours here because I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good, hopefully. Well, besides Raymond, of course. All right, guys. So that takes care of the uh, AL West. Let's move on to the NL East. See what's happening over there. Um, Okay, we've got a fun one. We've got a fun one. I think I know where it's going. we got the Philly Fanatic versus Blooper here um, from the Braves. Blooper obviously inspired by the, his opponent in this match. I'll pull them both up right here. Second image. I I think you've. Uh, it's, yeah, it it's, should be the racing uh, president. Racing presidents. Oh, did I look at that wrong? Thank you for. Oh, you're wrong. Never mind. I'm going way ahead of myself. Philly fanatic versus the racing presidents. Good podcasting, Austin. All right. <laughs> uh, well, good thing you guys here keep me in check. The problem is, it's like some of these have like tiny writing and uh, I guess I'm getting older. Do the racing uh, presidents, as good as they are, can they compete with one of the most iconic mascots of all time? Unfortunately, no. I mean, I wish the racing presidents had a better uh, a better matchup for them uh, to see them go further. But unfortunately, it's the fanatic and, you know, that's kind of just the end of the story there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, I wanted the racing presidents to go a little further, but they ran into a powerhouse there uh, with the Philly Fanatics. So, yeah, yeah they, they're not going to get past him. I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, Mr. Fanatic, you've moved on. You are you are a delight. Racing presidents, though, 
solid, solid, solid mascots. They're fun. Oh, absolutely. So this is where I was getting ahead of myself here. We've got uh, Blooper from the uh, the Braves. Here he is. Uh, Lavalley is sort of warming up to Blooper here a little bit, but he is going against a really longtime mascot here, Fred Bird from the Cardinals. Yeah, I went with Fred Bird on this one. You like Fred Bird? I do. I do. Why do you like Fred Bird here? Because uh, I'm not really the biggest fan of Blooper. Um, as you, you don't tell. like Blooper. Uh, just like I said, I mean, like I picked I picked him in the in the last episode to move on past the serial killer that is the Marlins mascot. But, <laughs> um, against against Fredbird, man, I, I just think Fredbird is a cool mascot. I mean, again, you you have another team that's actually got something related to their team name as their mascot, which it, to me deserves a lot of points. And he just seems like a fun mascot. I, I just blooper for me, just it, he just doesn't cut it. Uh, I blooper, Jason, because I mean, yeah. am I gonna get torched on this one too? You I might. don't know because I don't hate Blooper and I don't yeah. love Fred Bird. So, so the thing for me was I understand Fred Bird's been around longer. I understand that he is, and I agree that you know he's actually based on the team and mm-hmm. there's sort of a legacy thing there. I put Blooper upsetting him and and going forward. Um, I just think Blooper's funnier. I think Blooper's more entertaining. I would rather, and for me, it came down to the simple question of if I'm going to go to a, um, you know, if I'm going to go to a Braves Cardinals game, which mascot am I, I going to be more excited to see come out on the field? It's going to be Blooper. Yeah. Like I'm more excited to see what Blooper would do than what Fred Bird would do. So I had the 12 going over the four seed, and I had Blooper going forward. I got to hand it to you, Jason. This was one that I did think about a lot last night when I was going through putting these brackets. Fredberg is classic. It's exactly what you would expect out of a mascot. Blooper. The whole thing with Manny Machado. This. This right here. Fredberg doesn't do that. You know? No, I don't think he does. Yeah. And that's huge to me. And he's funnier. He's whatever. Fred Bird, Fred Bird does the beak thing. I guess he puts his beak. He'll like beak down on somebody on a kid. <laughs> but I'm going blooper as well. It's a huge upset. I don't know. Lavalley, make one more stance. See if any you can convince me on on Fred Bird here because this isn't this isn't a walk in the park. This is not an easy thing. We have a we have a mascot that's been around for three years and a mascot that's been around since late seventies. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to. I mean, I think you, you're leaning towards entertainment value, and as you just showed with the Manny Machado thing, and yeah. I don't think that I can convince you that. Um, I don't even know if I can convince myself that Fred Bird's more entertaining than than Blooper. I just, like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm really just going on nostalgia and, and you know, the, the case that I had made earlier, but I mean, I can, I can appreciate the fact that again, you're looking at entertainment value. That's what, you know, that's why you picked orbit. So, I mean, I, not that I'm telling you to pick against me, but it would kind of make sense for you to continue on that path by picking blooper. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm going blooper guys. And I think, I think blooper moves on and, uh, it's a weird one. Oh, I didn't put the fanatic here. Did I not? No, I didn't do that. Cause I knew it was going to happen. Um, but, uh, <laughs> We'll move Blooper on. See, I think that's what I was subliminally doing, throwing that in your head, that Blooper would go against the Fanatic. But Blooper, 
has made it to the Sweet 16. That's My NL East bracket is rough. <laughs> 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 well, you started off hot, and uh, yeah. Good thing we're not getting bonus points for upsets. That's because some brackets will do that, you know? Oh, yeah. All righty. The next matchup here, we have Mrs. Met. This is going to be a good one. I think this is going to be a good one. We have Mrs. Met versus the Pirate Parrot. Um, we'll start with you, Lavalley, here. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of guess what they're going, but I mean, I mean, that's a at, nice at ass point, on Mrs. Met. I'm just saying. But other I mean, than- <laughs> at, at this point, given um, given the the slaughtering I took in the in the previous episode about this topic. I'm just going to go with Mrs. Met uh, because, you know, I had I had Clark um, going pretty, pretty far in my bracket. Oh, okay. so, so it doesn't matter. OK, yeah, so it really doesn't matter to me. So, I mean, I'm just I'm just going to go with uh, the consensus pick, I'm assuming. And just <laughs> Mrs. Met. do you like Mrs. Met over uh, the pirate parrot, uh, Jason? I do. Yeah. And this one, I was very close to actually putting the pirate parrot ahead because. I like Pirate Parrot. I think it actually has one of the longer standing original mascots. It's one of the cooler ones. He's been around since uh, Fredbird, actually. They redesigned yeah. him a little bit, but he's been around just as long as Fredbird. Yeah. So and I and I do like him a lot, but I again I just think everything that comes along with Mrs. Met is is too good to ignore. Um and I just think she's more entertaining. Uh so it, it was close. It was very close for me. I almost put Pirate Parrot ahead, but I want to see Mrs. Matt keep going on a run here because I, I think she's more entertaining than she gets credit for. I think so. It's tough living in uh, such an iconic, but she holds her own, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I like Mrs. Matt as well, and I think she's more iconic than Pirate Parrot, unfortunately. And I, I, I wish Pi- maybe Pirate, pa- if Pirate Parrot had a name that might help a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm with you here. Mrs. Matt has moved on, and I, I, I felt that way too, Jason. That was another one why I paused for a little bit longer than I needed to because taking down the Pirate Parrot is nothing I'm like, oh, my God, about. You know, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. whatever. He wasn't a throwaway. Neither is yep. Mrs. Pinto. Yep. All right, guys. So the next matchup we have here, um, <laughs> we have the Rally Squirrel, which you guys were very fond of um, last uh, round. Uh, going against Mr. Met here, one of the most iconic mascots in the history of baseball, Hall of Famer. Is there any chance that that this gets upset, Jason? Does the rally squirrel from the Cardinals upset Mr. Met? For me, it does. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, I he I takes was down Mr. Met. I, when I looked at it, I thought. Boy, it feels stupid eliminating Mr. Met for a mascot that, you know, I, I don't even know if they even still use Rally Squirrel anymore. Technically, um, they do. In, technically? Okay. Yeah, so he is active. So, and I just I just love that backstory. And I, I, I don't know, like, what does Mr. Met do exactly? <laughs> like, he doesn't really do anything. He's just Mr. Met. He's got the baseball for a head and, like, you know, I, I feel that's why Mrs. Met has gone so far forward for me. I feel like she does more than he does. Like she's more active on like social media and stuff. And she just 
does more like gimmicks and stuff than he does. I, Mr. Met doesn't do anything for me. He's just kind of there. And we're just told that he's awesome because he's got the baseball for a head and he's been around a while. Like the rally squirrel is cooler to me. The story behind the rally squirrel is cooler. So I have the 10 going over the two. Yeah. I can't believe this. Lavalley. Is he I mean, insane? Cause I'm going. I, Mr. I, have, Met. I, I have Mr. Met. I, <laughs> I'm not like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I kind of get where Jason, where you're coming from when you're talking about like, what the hell does the dude do? I mean, I get it. It, That's a bold question to ask. He's kind of just there and people have just (laughs) adopted him as like the because I mean, like really, when you think about when you think about baseball mascots, Mr. Met is if not the first one that comes to mind, he's probably top two, top three. I would agree. Yeah. But, you know, again, I don't really know if he has much of a profession. I mean, you know, clearly he he allows his his wife to go around and do whatever the hell she wants to do. (laughs) Um, <laughs> you know, there's that, but, uh, yeah, I mean the, the rally squirrel, like the, the squirrels got probably aside from, from our dog, Larry, the best backstory going. Um, but I mean, it's, it's just it, Mr. Met, the, the iconic aspect of, of, of Mr. Met, I just think makes it really hard to, uh, to not see him move, move on. I can't, if, if. Jason, want to, ref- want to retort to this one here? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I totally, I understand that. And it, it was a tough call for me. I just sort of, I don't want to say I flipped a coin because that's not what it came down to. I still wanted the rally squirrel to go on, but it was close. Like, I don't, I don't deny the importance of Mr. Met. I just prefer the rally squirrel uh, for me personally. But I totally get the, the, how iconic Mr. Met is and why um, many people would want to see him go forward. I think the thing for me personally, if the actual squirrel, they kept that squirrel and started releasing it on the field and like turned it into a pet squirrel, that would have been something more interesting than this kind of cheap costume here. You know, Um, that I think is the thing, the story, but the actual costume itself is very whatever. It's Mm -hmm. just, you know. And I get it. Mr. Matt, I mean, maybe he is overrated. Like, maybe he is because there's not really anything. But he's also iconic and a Hall of Famer. And I, I'm i with you, Laval. I mean, Mr. Matt's got to go on. I, 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 I don't I didn't even like the rally squirrel from the beginning. So I think it's pretty <laughs> obvious where I'm standing. But uh, but thank you for bringing that to the table because I like getting a little pause on stuff because you just never know. I, somebody's mind could change at any point, you know? Sure. All right. So we're down to the uh, NL West here. Uh, almost done here. We've got uh, – this is a fun one. I think this is a fun one. We've got uh, – let me hit a save here. We've got the Swinging Friar versus Mr. Redlegs. Now, we didn't talk about the Swinging Friar all that much because he was going against the anti-mascot. Um, so he basically had a buy in that sense. But here's the Swinging Friar, delightful, versus Mr. Redlegs, who I also think is delightful. Um, we'll start with uh, we'll start with LaValle uh, to kick off the conversation here. What's happening can here? Can I just say that this, I think, is like the toughest matchup? In, this in is not this an easy one. Round. Mm-hmm. This, uh, I mean, look at this round here. This, um, I thought the Raymond Wally one was tough, but I think you're right, Lavalley. This is uh, because you can see the yeah. upset here. 
I mean, that mustache you alone can. is you, yeah. baller. I mean, the mustache alone is just is is absolutely incredible. It's a great mustache. It really is. Um, and the friar, I mean, the friar is iconic. So it, it it's really tough. And I know what I picked, but now I'm starting to like the, the more I've been kind of mulling it over over the past hour or so. I've I, th- this one I've actually almost wanted to change my uh, my decision on it. But I'm gonna go with what I'm gonna go obviously with, with what, I, what I originally put down, which I picked the fryer, but I almost I'm almost trying to talk myself out of it just because <laughs> I think Mr. Redlegs is just so cool. Like he really is cool. Um, but I'm I'm gonna go with the fryer. Any arguments for that, Jason? Oof, uh... it's a, it is a tough one. I think I think you're right, Chris. This is probably the this is probably the toughest matchup we've had in this round. Yeah, th- this is a really hard one. I also went with the Friar um, just because Mr. Redlegs is so awesome. Like that, the design and everything is so great. But the Swinging Friar has had a gimmick that's been going on for so long that fans still love. He, he's still, It still makes him one of the most iconic mascots out there. And it just gives him that little bit of a nudge that it's just like, He's just a little bit more uh, important to the game and just a little bit more like more iconic than Mr. Redlegs. So swinging fryer for me gets it, but it's by a hair. I mean, this was this was the toughest matchup in this round for sure. You're right. This is not something I was like easy to put through, but we got to look at the swinging fryer here and go. I think he's the longest active years in baseball. He was also in the minor leagues, so he worked his way up. You know, he wasn't just gifted anything. He earned this. And uh, to have sort of a religious iconography in a fun way, if you think about mm-hmm. it, is really fun. Like nobody's offend- nobody's really offended by the Swinging Friar. I don't know anybody, you know, you know. Um, well, but- not yet anyway. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Give it's it only time. 2021. <laughs> but I mean, this guy's been around for some insane amount. Like here, I'm going to show you this. I'm going to show you something. Um. If my so here's how I organize this, and at the top of the list, 62. I, from my understanding, the swing the swinging friar has been active for over 60 years. Oh wow! Um, which is insane, you know. Base so his longevity. He's actually I'm surprised he's not in the Hall of Fame. You know, if you think about it. So yeah, he should be. Yeah. yeah. All right, swinging friar, but good for you, Mr. Redlegs. Great mustache. I'm sorry you couldn't advance. But you went against one of the toughest opponents in the uh, in all of the bracket, I think. Um, let me mark this. All right. The next one here, we got two Milwaukee Brewers. We've got Barrelman versus the running the the racing sausages. We'll uh, we'll start with Jason on this one. Where are you leaning towards in, in this uh, in this matchup? Yeah, as much as I loved Barrelman, uh, putting him through, you know, to the round of 32, he doesn't beat the, the running sausages. Um, they, the the running sausages are so iconic. They, they're, I, I think you brought it up earlier. It's like when you think of baseball mascots and you think of that kind of thing, like you think about the running of the sausages. You know, it's it, it's something that pops into everyone's mind. It's always been such a fun time. Um, Barrelman's great. I, I still love Barrowman's design and everything that he represents, but he can, he can't get past the sausages. They're too iconic. 
I think the sausages are the best race in baseball over the presidents and the pierogies. Well, Valley, no any argument for no arguments for nope. there. No. All sir. right, all right, Milwaukee fans, you still win. So the sausages move on to the Sweet 16. Oh, I got to put a two point there. Two point there. This might be an interesting one because uh, you, Jason, were very high in the D-backs luchador. It's going mm-hmm. against my favorite mascot for sure, Bernie the Brewer. Does the D-backs luchador upset my friend Bernie? No. Uh, Bernie Brewer is too strong. So D-backs luchador had, a, I think, a good first-round matchup that suited him and you know allowed him to kind of advance here. But Bernie Brewer is kind of a powerhouse in this division for me so i agree um bernie brewer absolutely goes ahead anything to add the valley there on this one nope that's that's exactly what i had as well yep it's um but shout out d i've warmed up a little more to the d-backs luchador there that's it's fun it's really stupid but bernie's just a little more stupid so i have to go Mm. with bernie this might be another great matchup here We've got a brother solicitor slash married couple going at it. I don't know what's happening. But we got Mr. Red versus Rosie Red. So I'm going to pull up Mr. Red here. Not this one. There's uh, where's a good way. Okay, here. They're all together here. <sighs> well, Valley, we'll start with you on the Red situation with their 16 mascots here. Um, who are we looking at? Because Mr. Red is highly ranked. He's a number two seed. We've got Rosie Red. She's adorable. Number 10 seed. Who do we like? Rosie Red's adorable, but I I just think Mr. Red is, I mean, is is the clear winner here. You think so? I do. I do. I think, I think he's, he's a very strong mascot. Um, You know, I just, I've, I've always liked the look of Mr. Red. I just think he's, uh, he's the, he's the clear winner here over, over his, uh, is it his wife? We don't know. Something? Okay. They're. We don't know what's Undetermined. happening. We don't know what's happening. Okay. Well, maybe she hangs out with Mrs. Matt on the side. I don't know. Well, I will say this. I think the, the stylistically, I think Mr. Red looks a little cleaner than Mr. Matt. I mean, he just, you know what I'm saying? For oh, a baseball yeah. headed. Oh, yeah. It's not even close on that end. But I love Rosie. I think Rosie Red is adorable. And Mr. Red just looks like we copied Mrs. Uh, we copied Mr. Matt. In the 50s look that's in there, um, I like having some female mascots move on. And I'm not attached to Mr. Red at all. Because honestly, who steals the show out in Cincinnati is Mr. Redlegs. We can all agree on that. But if I had to get rid of somebody else, I think Gapper and Mr. Red are the two least interesting ones. And I'd rather have Mr. Redlegs and uh, Rosie hanging out there. What do you think, Jason? Is uh, Does Rosie have a chance to topple down the number two seed? Yeah, I mean, I would like to say that she does, but I kind of asked the same question of Rosie Red that I would like Mr. Matt. It's like, well, what does she do? I mean, it, there's there's not much else other than she hangs out with Mr. Red, and she's sort of like the female alternative to Mr. Red. So I'm not, I'm with you. I'm not hugely attached to Mr. Red either. I think that he got so lucky with his first round matchup going up against uh, Blooper, whatever that thing was supposed to be. Yeah, that was um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, so he cruised. Um, and I don't know. I just I, I feel no attachment to either of them. But Mr. Red, I think, is on that chart you showed. I think he's the second longest active 
behind right. yeah, behind the swinging is, fryer. He is so he's up there. that to me that's the tiebreaker. Like he Ooh. just he's been around longer, and I put Mr. Red going forward. Rosie though, it just uh, so here's her story real quick on this. I'm pulling this up. She was introduced in 2008 companion piece to all these people. Named after a female fan named Rosie Janice, who became famous in 1940 for cheering on the team. Derived from a female fan group founded to prevent the team from moving to Cincinnati in 1963. So in a way, Rosie kept the team in Cincinnati. Now, um, official group name comes from the acronym Rooters Organized to Stimulate Interest and Enthusiasm in the Cincinnati Reds. They took a little liberties there with that for <laughs> sure. Um that hair, though, she's sweet. Now, I was reading a little bit about the person who plays her, only one person who has played her, and she was a mascot. I think she'd donned different ones, and then they said, we're going to introduce more mascots because we're the Reds. This is what we do, and then it's going to be a female one, and she's been taking it on ever since. She interacts with a lot of broadcasters. She's pretty flirty, and uh, as far as lookers go, I mean, if you were to choose between Mrs. Matt and Rosie Red – you know, who, who you, uh, who you dating, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mrs. Met looks pretty good. Yeah. But Rosie but. is available, I think. So yeah, but Mrs. Met gets around. So, I mean, you know, it's, yeah, it's mm. fine. She seems much more available. So I'm losing this one, huh? I can't convince you on Rosie, huh? Not quite. It, I, I kind of wanted to, but I can't ignore how long Mr. Red's been around. And yeah, I just, just a little bit more iconic. She's her hair, man. That's a tough one. That one bites. That one definitely bites for me. Cause I really, I really like Rosie. I really, really do. But Mr. Red, I guess you're getting some more favorable mashups here. So we'll, uh, we'll move you forward. Mr. Red, you have gotten on to the sweet 16. So, whoo, we're getting there guys. We're getting there. We're down mm. to the sweet 16. Uh, Jason, any thoughts going into it? Any surprises that you thought, uh, anything you're bummed out about? No, I'm, I mean, I'm still bummed out. My AL East is a nightmare. Um, it's an absolute nightmare. I, Larry, <laughs> I, I literally, I literally am the Boston Red Sox of the AL East cause I'm just going to be <laughs> terrible. Um, I'm, I'm happy that blooper got through in the NL East though. I think that was the yes. one I was worried about a little bit. I, I, I thought Fred Bird would take him down. Um, other than that, yeah, everything else I, I think is going the way I pretty much expected. So did you get a lot wrong? Um, how many did you get wrong? Out of curiosity, if you can disclose. I believe, if my points are correct, I got three wrong. Three I got wrong. three wrong in this round. Yeah. Right. Well, so. Valley, how are you looking? Uh, well, my NL East has seen better days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, Clark and uh, and 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 Freebird are. Um, well, they're 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 gone, oh, and I'm uh, they are I'm, a, gone. I'm a little salty about TC Bear. I'm not gonna lie about it. I um I had him uh I had him uh going into the uh to the Elite Eight, so that's you that's gonna love bears. Hey man, I yes I do. Okay, fine. Do you really like do, do you like Yogi Bear and you have like a cartoon? Oh yeah, dude, I love Yogi Bear. When no, I was that, that explains it a little bit. Okay. Yeah, no, um I'm I'm really pumped though that Larry uh has has been able to fight to see another day. That, yeah, that, me too. Warms my heart, but uh, yeah. So on this round, uh, let me see how many I got wrong here. One, so I got TC Bear wrong. So that's one, two. I got three wrong. Three wrong on this round. 
I think I did the best just this round. I only got two wrong. So, um, cause my big thing, I, and I mean, flat out, you guys are both sexist. That's why you didn't want Rosie red advancing. We get it. I'm trying here. I'm trying <laughs> put up my fight. Ladies, Rosie red is baller, but to, as you're right, like I'm happy to see Larry move forward. I'm happy to see Bert, BJ birdie, everybody in unison about BJ birdie here from the Toronto blue Jays. What a interesting story there. And uh, I'm sad to see Mr. Redlegs go, but he had to go, you know? Yeah, uh, tough matchup, man. It's a tough matchup, unfortunately. Brutal matchup for him. Yeah. I mean, you're going against the Friar, buddy. <laughs> I don't yeah, know it's, that's, that's rough. But I think I also think that the fact that we have an 11 versus a 10 seed in the AL East is, is pretty exciting. That, that'll be a lot of fun to discuss. We, we Let's see here. We do. We have an 11 versus a 10 seed. Larry versus BJ Birdie in the Sweet 16. That will be a very interesting matchup. It's good to have some close matchups when these, uh, uh, when we have uh, some upsets. And they've, uh, against all odds, they've taken down Paws. They've taken down Slider. So not exactly easy road for these guys. And I don't think it's going to get much easier with the, the heavy hitters coming up here. So, um, all right. Any final thoughts before I wrap up the show, fellas? No, um, I'm I'm curious to see how long Larry's miracle run is going to last. <laughs> so, because uh, he's, you know, I I don't want to say I'm against him now, but he has kind of nuked my ALEs bracket. <laughs> so, uh, as adorable of a dog as he is, I'm I'm getting a little annoyed with Larry, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Great. Anything from you, La Valley, before I wrap up? Nah, man. Let's. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing how much further Larry can go. <laughs> let's find out <laughs> all right guys well thank you for tuning in to the pointless 64 podcast i'd like to thank my panelist jason kelly you can find him uh on static riff radio they also stream on twitch host of the benny and the bets podcast and you can also find chris lavalley on a variety of shows on the sideline network a series of podcasts that you can listen to i've been austin space thank you for tuning in next week we will dive into the sweet 16 have a good evening guys 